When I was new to Melbourne, I found a Food Not Bombs flyer on the road and I had like this feast with a carrot and carrots are my favorite vegetable. Yeah, I think they were asking for help doing stuff and I got in touch. We, I guess, rescue food. That would otherwise go to waste. I like the aspect of sharing food and um, not making anyone feel obligated to pay anything for it. We make a real point at Food Not Bombs of involving everyone who wants to be involved in whichever part they want to be involved in. For more information, go to fnbmelb.noblogs.org. Food Not Bombs is a 3CR supporter. Bring me shelter, I will not harm you. Bring me shelter, please. Bring me shelter, I will not harm you, I would shelter you. People would do anything for their families. It could happen to anyone anytime. Somebody in France, somebody in England basically sat down with a ruler and just drew lines on maps. There are many different ethnic and religious groups that have been divided across borders and this has caused a significant amount of conflict. There are a lot of people who need safety. It is really cruel for a country like Australia to have policies that are focused only on pushing people away. What we're seeing is a number of people that remain in a state of limbo. And when non-sustainable land use combines with climate change, the crisis of refugees. I wasn't able to go and play with children. I had to go and really be an adult from a very young age. I think that's something that a lot of migrant children can relate to. Really, it was a dream for me to reunite with my family. I was just praying and hoping that that day will come one day. I think it's very important for people to understand that people have their own dreams as well and they're wanting to change the world with everybody else. Refugee Radio, 855am, 3CR. I want to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land who we are broadcasting from, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, and respect the elders past, present and emerging and their ongoing struggle. Welcome to Refugee Radio on 3CR, 8.55am or on 3cr.org.au. This week we're going to be listening to an interview with Joy. He is a refugee who has been illegally detained by the Australian government and is currently detained in the Park Hotel where there is a COVID outbreak. Joe is going to be chatting about his imprisonment, detention over the last many years. Please have a listen. My name is um, Mama Joy Mia. Yes. Okay. Yes. And I am a refugee. I came to Australia 2013, 19th of August in Christmas Island. I was in Christmas Island 10 months and one day. Mm. After then, I was taken to a Pacific island of Nauru. Yes. I was over there six years. Over six years. Okay. It's a very long time. 
in the middle of the time in six years i was in came in a tent okay mm-hmm. in tent at the beginning we have no fan no aircon in that island is sunny and sunny too much hot you can't believe it we was 48 detainees in one tent okay yes we have no fan no aircon how was difficult on that by the way i couldn't go out from tent about few months because of sunny yeah my whole body colors became very change from sun mm-hmm. the ocean security came to me ihms mental health or uh, um some of my counselor from hope house i mean from foundation house they told me joy what's happened why you don't want to go out i mean from tent i told them because of the sun i can't go out and i can't see half mm. it's too much hard and mm. they also told me yeah it's too difficult for you guys yeah at the beginning they give us 3 minutes for shower we have to shower we have to done in 3 minutes to mm. shower for 3 minutes if you go anywhere like mess canteen gym activities whatever you have to make your queue you have to stand by your queue in your queue mhm so if i tell you all my history you will cry yeah but i don't want to tell you all my history mm. in 2016 i had a surgery mm-hmm. on my chest when i arrived from christmas island to naru on mm-hmm. that time the some of doctors his name is mark and george they mm-hmm. are filipino doctors they told me joy um your lipoma became infection you have to do surgery immediately mm-hmm. i told mm-hmm. them sir please help me i want to do it yes and the doctor sent me couple of times to local hospital naro local hospital mm-hmm. several times when i went there who gonna cut my chest his name is tom t o m is a very old man uh, islander doctor yeah and she just asked me suddenly joy why did you came here i told him sir as you know why i came here because you are a professional doctor and okay take out your shirt i will check it where is the lipoma which part mm-hmm. and time i asked him sir i want to know from you please let me know how long you will take or what you will do please let me know sir i want to know 
after then he became angry hmm then 10 to 15 minutes he said you can go to your camp we'll call you back again then after a few weeks he called me again again same questions why did you came here and okay lay down on the table i will give you injection mhm is still i'm saying to him sir please i want to know from you what are you going to do how long we will take yeah. he never tell me anything mhm he didn't give me my proper answer what i'm asking to him he just gave me 6 to 7 injection in um on the chest yes in fact area mhm after then i became very weak and it's like i can see anything but i'm very very became weak mhm after injection after injection he went yes from this room to another door he came back about 15 to 20 minutes then he brought a um as a like knife blade okay yeah still i'm seeing what he gonna do again i asked him sir please sir please let me know what are you gonna do right now please mm-hmm. tell me he just cut my chest suddenly the blood going everywhere um loudly crying shout yes the four nurses came from another door the two nurses hold my legs the the those nurses hold my hands mm-hmm. i'm crying and shouting the doctor went from the room i'm telling them what is the doctor what he did to me the blood going everywhere yeah he came to me he came after 14 minutes probably then he called me okay you can go to ihms that's called rpc1 yes then i call and then i tell him how can i go why did you cut my chest without permission mm after then he became very angry with me why i tell him okay just go you by yourself i told him sir please do something do cover or give pain killer i'm in painful the blood going everywhere mm-hmm. i just hold my chest by my hands he never do anything he never cover it never dressing never give me any pain killer mm-hmm. from naru local hospital then he keeps saying okay go to yourself go to yourself in rpc1 ihms mm-hmm. then i call my friend he brought a bike from naru local hospital to rpc1 it will take um 15 to 25 minutes by motorbike okay just i i just i 
hold my chest by hands mm. when i arrived in front of gate of rpc1 the everyone surprised me joy would it it let us know wilson security ihms cleaner um any any authority mm-hmm. i told them please taking hospital i will tell you guys when they took me in hospital the filipino nurses the doctors they clean my chest they cover it they gave me painkiller i was overnight mm-hmm. in hospital the next morning the couple of nurses and couple of doctors um they call me joy we have to we want to talk to you mm-hmm. about the doctors what he did to you are you agree with us i told them yes i am completely agree with you guys yeah then they asked me joy as we know his name is tom we want to know from you what his name i told them his name is tom okay and you have to do complain to your case worker mm-hmm. abf police any authority because this is your right he did wrong to you when i came back to camp rpc2 i talked to my caps uh, lawyer case worker abf police any authority everyone knows about my history about my chest history mm-hmm. even i complained with abf as well about my bad surgery yes it was in 2016 still i'm waiting for feedback from any authority i was brought to australia i was brought to in melbourne for medical treatment my both kidney has stones and couple of lipoma hold my body since 2020 or 20 of february mm-hmm. until today i haven't get any proper treatment And have you been in the hotels the whole time? Yes. Yeah. I was in I was in Mantra um Mantra. Yes. In few days mm-hmm. then was taken to Mantra hotel mm-hmm. months and months. Yes. So finally I am in Park Prison. Mhm. So in the meantime they checked up me they check up me twice or once mm-hmm. like CT scan and that's it this is the my proper treatment whatever i want headache pain, uh, body pain body aching or whatever they just give me only penadol yes. without penadol i haven't get any proper treatment so so it's still the same Yeah, it's still the same thing. And you can only see IHMS. Those are the only people that can 
to yes. any health care. And hmm. about few months ago, I got my COVID vaccinated. I got COVID vaccinated mm. about few months ago. Mm. I asked them after vaccinated, I want my evidence because I am fully vaccinated. Yes. They said, okay, let's see what's going on. We'll tell you. In the meantime, a couple of weeks ago, I did request it to get my uh, evidence of COVID vaccinated. Mm. I did request a couple of weeks ago. Still, I'm waiting for feedback from the, from IHMS for my evidence of COVID vaccinated. Mm -hmm. So one of our detainees, he living with us, he got it his evidence of certificate yes. from the IHMS. Mm. So. What about me? What's the difference between him and me? Yeah. And Nothing. finally, I got COVID mm -hmm. from the circle guards who are working in this platform. Circle guards, MSS, cleaner, any authority. They brought us virus here for us. Yes. They're giving us, we are eating from them. I really want to open my window. The window is locked off, mm. totally locked. Even our corridor is very tiny, 1.5. The meeting room is very tiny. We are 46 detainees in the park prison mm -hmm. and many of guards with us same place mm. and many of MSS guards working as well. So they are the security? They are security and cleaner as well. Cleaner. And maintenance people as well. Mm -hmm. We really want fresh air, sunlight. We just want to be free. Yes. We don't want to die with COVID. Mm. We are human beings like you, like others people. Yes. Who was with me? Same flight from Naru. Who was with him? Who came with me? Same boat. Mm. They are all have been released. Mm. So why am I still stuck in this killer prison? Yeah. In the meantime. I asked many times to my caseworker, I want to know exact reason from you because you are my caseworker. Mm. You should know everything because you are my caseworker. Yes. She said, I don't know. So if you don't know, who will know mm -hmm. about my case? Yes. We are unsafe. Mm. We are suffering. Since 2013 till today, they are torturing us. We are ill from physically. Yeah. We are ill from mentally. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. We are very tired of this situation. Yes. Everyone is very, very tired of yes. this situation. We just want to be free. Yeah. How can I explain you? I have no languages to say you. I what think we you, are in. I, I don't think you need anyone to explain. That's very simple. That you just want to be free. When we was in isolation, I was in isolation. Well, we are 46 detainees in this park prison. Mm-hmm. Most of people have tested positive to COVID-19. Mm-hmm. Who was in isolation? We have no laundry within 15 days. Um. I just came last week from isolation. Mm-hmm. I was in level one. I'm living, I'm as of now, level two. Okay. So, 2020, mm. in 2020, I got, I had once negative for US. Mm-hmm. So, I would like to tell you, Mr. Morrison government, sir, if you don't want to stay in your country, why you keep me in this park prison? For no reason. Please send me to US. Please send us to US who is engaged with U.S. process. Mm-hmm. To be honest, I don't want to stay in your country anymore. Just send me to U.S. Yeah. Since 2013 till now, I am suffering. I know, it's been a very long time. I can't get any energy to yeah. do any activities. Mm. If I go to gym, I can lift 10 kilos dumbbells. Mm. 10 kilo dumbbells. I lost my energy. I lost my whole life for the last nine years. The nine years is not enough. Please, enough is enough. I did not mm. any crime. No. So why you keep me here? I am a very normal person. Mm. As I like you and as I like your family members. Please set us free. Please open the windows. Please open the doors. And set us free. We don't want to die with COVID. Mm. Has uh, anyone come back from hospital? Or gone to hospital? I know there was lots of problems with that. Um, might be one person is still in hospital. Yeah. But otherwise, they're putting people in isolation for for two weeks at the hotel. Yes, I was Mm. as well in isolation. I was in isolation for 15 days. Mm. 
When they took me in isolation, on that night, I asked some penitents from the circle cards. Okay. Mm -hmm. They said, okay, what? I had been waited for six hours for two penitents. Only for two penitents, they gave me six hours letters. During the 15 days, whenever I asked penitents, they said, wait. Mm -hmm. I had to wait to get penitents for a few hours. Without penitents, we haven't get any proper treatment. Mm -hmm. But we brought here for medical treatment. This is the, our proper medical. Just panadols. That's only panadol. Mm. Is uh, there anything that people can do to to support support you guys in the hotel? I would like to tell you mm. who supporting us. Please, we want support from single of you. Mm -hmm. You just need everyone's support. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, I would like to something. Yeah, of course. My friends and I mm -hmm. are protested inside the park killer hotel for our freedom, mm -hmm. for our safety. We protested about the danger of us catching COVID-19. And as of now, it has happened. As we know, it would happen. But Sarko and IHMS told us many times it would never affect us. But finally, 20 plus innocent refugees have now tested positive to COVID-19, including me in this bigger number. Mm. So we are unsafe in this hotel. No one unsafe. Anytime we'll get again COVID. I'm right. Yeah. Because who are working here, they are coming very far away for work here. MSS, Sarko, the cleaner, the maintenance people who are working here. We are unsafe. Completely we are unsafe. They are killing us day by day. They are mm. torturing us day by day. Please help us. Set us free. You are listening to 3CR Community Radio 855am on digital and online. 3CR Radical Radio. Here on Refugee Radio on 3CR and we were listening to an interview with Joy who's a refugee who's been detained by the Australian government over many years and was also discussing in the last part around the COVID outbreak at the Park Hotel here in Nam, Melbourne. So thank you to Joy for sharing all the information with us. This brings us to the end of the show this week, but before we finish up, I did want to announce that 
Rise Refugee have launched their detention divestment campaign. You can look up information on detentiondivestment.org and this is around the companies profiting from refugee detention with information around universities and hospitals that are using security and staffing companies such as Serco who are profiting from refugees in detention. Please have a look online, get some updates and it has good information on how you can contact those companies and tell them to stop torturing refugees and profiting from it. Again, that's detentiondivestment.org. Thanks for listening. Kafias are Palestinian scarves, and they're a symbol of support for justice for the Palestinian people. Buying one will support the last remaining factory in Hebron that makes kafias, and all proceeds from the sales support projects in Palestine, especially Gaza, as well as local solidarity organisations. From the traditional black and white kafia to an array of modern designs, all scarves are just $30 each. Explore the range and order online, or drop by 3CR during business hours. Where your support for the rights of Palestinians. Go to kafias.org.au. That's K-U-F-I-Y-A-S.org.au. A 3CR supporter.